Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios, it's time for Women in Motion. Brought to you by WBEC West. Join forces, succeed together. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here with Dr. Pamela Williamson, another episode of Women in Motion. Today, the topic is women business leading the way with their male partners. Dr. Pamela, how are you doing today? You know what? I am doing great. The weather is beautiful in Arizona. We are finally out of those 115, 116 degree weather. So life is good here. So it's a cold front in the low 100s now? (laughs) It is a cold front in the low 100s. Well, I'm so excited about this topic, women that are leading their companies, but they have male partners. Tell us who we have today. Well, I'm excited today because we have two amazing women, both from different industries, but both who have been extremely successful in what they do. We have Lindsay Johnson, the founder and CEO of Fit Pro Tips, and we have Renee Miller, founder and executive creative director of the Miller Group. So welcome, ladies. Thank Thank you. Thanks, Pamela. So I'd like to kick off with just sharing, having you share with our audience a little bit about your companies, how you started your business. And Lindsay, do you mind starting that? Absolutely. Yeah. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm Lindsay Johnson, founder and CEO of FitPros. We are a workplace well-being service provider. Super quick overview. I started this company back in 2016, and that was all obviously pre-COVID. And back then, we primarily serviced employers on site. So we would bring well-being services into their office and anything from exercise classes, speaker sessions, and then also social engagement, such as cooking classes or self-defense workshops. And then when COVID hit, we had to get super creative and we went virtual. And so today we have over 200 well-being programs that engage the employees with their total holistic how well-being. So we offer everything from parenting seminars to painting classes, both again, virtual and on-site. So it's a lot of fun. Well, that's amazing. Thank you. And Renee, tell us a little bit about your business and how you started. Thanks, Pamela. So the Miller Group is a creative boutique marketing, advertising, and branding agency. We have clients who are regional, national, and international And I started in 1990, and there were literally less than a handful of women-owned ad agencies in Southern California at the time. And I just found out recently through another organization I belong to that there are still less than 2% of all marketing, branding, and ad agencies are women-owned, which is very hard to believe. So... A lot has changed and a lot hasn't changed. Now, as we get into this topic of women business leaders uh, with male partners, can you tell us a little bit about each of your companies? And we'll start with you, Lindsay. Like, How is a male uh, partner involved in your organization? Yeah, well, if it's okay, I'll give a little bit of background about uh, how it got started and then when my uh, husband, now husband, uh, joined me. Uh, So, like I said, I started the company back in 2016, um, but that was after working in the corporate world for over a decade. Um, And I was in marketing 
at, actually at an advertising agency for quite a while. So um, I, but I was burnt out. I was overweight. I was unhealthy and I was drinking way too much. And so um, in 2013, I decided to get sober, but that was with the help of my then boyfriend, um, now husband, little uh, <laughs> secret there. But uh, then boyfriend said, if you don't realize that alcohol is not good for you, I can't be in your life. So we split up and um, I went on this self uh, self journey to find myself and um, got out of the corporate world and became a personal trainer, health coach and um, yoga teacher. I went to India. I did my yoga teacher training certification over there. Total eat, pray, love. Um, and at that point, I was 90 days sober. So I uh, just my journey escalated from there. I did that for about two years. And then in 2015, uh, my youngest brother died in a car accident. And it was one of those, again, life changes where I knew that I was doing things better for myself. I had gotten very healthy. I was competing in fitness competitions and um, and I was helping other people find their health and happiness one on one. But I knew there was more. Um, I knew there was more I wanted to do. And so I put my thinking cap on and I was like, man, I remember being that unhappy person in the corporate world working. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure, um, Renee, you know sun up to sun down, you're working at an, at an agency. And I, again, I was traveling so much uh, with clients and drinking and embarrassing myself. I was like, how can I bring these resources to employees who could be suffering the way I was? And um, that's when uh, it took a couple months. My brother died in June. It was uh, September, October, I decided to go backpacking through Asia. So it was, it was in Asia. I was there for about three months and I started writing a business plan. I put together my, you know, the, the experiences I was having back in the corporate world with my newfound, uh, knowledge of health and fitness and, and meditation and yoga and how all of that brought peace to me. And that's where Fit Pros was born. I started the company in, in January 2016. And um, today we are a global well-being company helping phenomenal employers around the world um, bring the gamut of activities to their employees because everybody is going through something, but we're not all going through the same thing. So some people need uh, you know, they need to feel that they belong within their, their company. They need to grow within their career. It's sometimes people just need some tools to meditate. So we, we do the gamut of those things. So how did, I apologize. (laughs) So how did your, uh, now husband kind of join back in? Like, how did that occur? What was the, uh, catalyst for that? You got it. So he went off on his own venture. We were living in Silicon Valley. So he started a tech company. Um, and it, it was acquired in, I don't even, 2016. And, um, but he was, he, he went off and he started, I'm not going to go too far in the details, but he started dating other people. I did not. And so I was building my company that whole time. Um, but then in, 2016, we just started talking again and having conversations of, um, and I want, you know, like life brings people together. His dad passed away the same time my brother passed away. And so when that happened, we just started leaning on each other and, um, he started helping me with, uh, the, the finances and a little back end operational things. Um, and then through the years, he had to, he had the golden handcuffs with the company that he was working with for a while. And then um, when he was able to leave that company, he decided to come on full time with FitPros, which was actually January of this year. So um, all that time he was working in the back background, but he he's now full time. And um, we 
it's a ride. We can talk more about <laughs> that. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get into that. But I want to um, let's bring Renee back in. Renee, I know in your situation, you're the 100% owner of your company, but you have male, male partners in leadership roles. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Lee. First of all, uh, Lindsay, great story. One thing I want to mention, um, there's, it looks like there's a theme here today, which is life changes. And as Lindsay said, uh, the advertising, marketing, and branding business is very, very difficult. So before we get into the partner part of it, I do want to mention that we had a very kind of a similar situation to you and that it's like uh, we all kind of came to the idea of how can we be more of service to the planet. So um, we're going through a transition with the company and um, we've been focused on purpose-driven business and now we're stepping it up and focusing on sustainability. Uh, So sustainable initiatives. Uh, Lee, to answer your question, my husband who uh, was a independent feature filmmaker for many years, uh, joined the company about 10 years ago. And he does all of our video production. We're able to provide very high level video to clients um, at a, a fraction of the price they would pay an ad agency because of all of his relationships with uh, directors and um, editors. So, so he's been involved. Uh, and I've also had um, a consultant who's been part of the agency now for 18 years, Bill Williams, who's phenomenal. He's an, an amazing researcher. He uh, does a lot of work with um, strategy and um, he helps with business development. One of the smartest guys I know. I do want to mention, um, Lee, interestingly, back in the 90s, when I started the agency, I literally had to bring with me, um, hire several men to come on board. And in a couple cases in particular, um, the uh, clients would address their questions directly to the men in the room, even though I was the owner of the company. It was really an interesting time. Today, That I don't think that would ever happen again because a lot more women are at the helm. But it was a very strange time, and you just kind of learn to adapt to the situation. And I knew that going in, this was just something that had to had to had to be so it's it's learning how as i said learning how to adapt to the situation so now each of you mentioned um kind of this uh juggling act between your home life and um your work life and and the balance that you tried to um you know at least have between both of those each of you has a spouse involved in their in the organization. Can you talk a little bit about how you draw lines, or if you draw lines between work time and home time? Uh, has has that been a difficult uh, dance? Yeah, I can start. Um, it, well, currently it's a difficult dance because I have a six week old and a two year old. Um, so our house is a little chaos um, with two two in diapers still. But um, aside. From 
from that, the way that I've built the company, uh, we are a fully remote company. And, um, and what I, I don't just encourage it. It's kind of more of a, a mandatory that you need to take care of yourself. And so if my employees need to, go get a massage during the middle of the day. I encourage them to do that. If they need to work out, if they need to, you know, take a walk, do whatever they need to do. They're highly encouraged to do that. So in our home life, we try to do the same. Um, with the company on our calendar, we have it blocked in on everybody's calendar called intentional hour. And so everyone blocks off their, no meetings during that time, um, no slacking anybody. And so during that intentional hour, um, you know, I, I make sure that I exercise, um, as does my husband. Um, he likes to cycle. I like to weight lift. And, um, so we just do our own individual things. Um, you know, even this morning, I made sure I, I, did not have much time, as you can imagine, trying to get the little one off the two-year-old off to daycare. Um, but uh, I took 10 minutes and I meditated just to recenter. And so really making just being so intentional about the time, even when you just feel that you don't have it, is critical. Great answer. <laughs> so I will say that um, having had the company for such a long time there are ups and downs and um it definitely there are times when um very stressful times there are times uh when when it's uh, there's a lot of elation um and it and it definitely does uh seep into the personal life it's it's uh we we also like Lindsay, we're uh we've become virtual since covid um, and, uh, and, and the nice thing about that is everyone who works, uh, for us really gets to, um, create their own hours, their own schedule. Um, we, we are very, um, empowering of people. So, um, we, we don't, you know, there's no, there's no clock punching and, uh, everyone's accountable for, for their own time. So, um, but but it definitely it's definitely been a challenge. It's definitely been been a challenge, um, and uh, and uh, yeah, I'll add to that too. I think because both my husband and I are entrepreneurs, like we love to work, and so one thing we have. I was recently meeting with one of my employees and she was like you're supposed to be on maternity leave right now, and I was like I love to work so much, and my husband and I talk about new ideas at breakfast, lunch, like all the, even when we're on a date, date night, it's like we go through business things and uh, we certainly make time for family stuff. I think Renee knows it's, 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 a, it's hard to do when you're, when your work is your everything and, and your livelihood. Um, but we love it so much. I guess that's what I wanted to add is, is it's not, um, I don't necessarily need the break as much as I, I, I want to make sure my employees have the break. Um, so that, that's, it's a weird balance. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. I would just say one thing too, is that um, we're very, my husband and I are very different um, mm -hmm. in that um, he is, he processes things. He's very even, mm -hmm. super organized, exceedingly detail oriented. And I'm one of those like, Type A, let's go after, give me the bottom line, you know, what, you know, he'll want to tell a story about something in process. And I'm like, just tell me the bottom. He's used to that because his sister and his mom are more like me, but it's, they're very different styles 
Um, and he always ends up, we always end up at the same place, but you know, it's, it's very different work styles. I don't know about you, Lindsay, same thing. I'm sitting here nodding. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. He's very analytical. And I think that's what makes us such a great team is I just, I can synthesize the information and, and, and run with it, uh, where he needs to just disseminate everything. And, and he's, but I respect that, that respect and communication are, if we did not have those as pillars of our personal relationship and work relationship, it's, nothing would work. It would just all fall down. I mean, we have to respect that that person is so good at doing the things I'm not great at. And then vice versa. Same with parenting. We have very different parenting styles. And like, even yesterday, I, I let the, the two-year-old do something and he was like, can we not do that? I was like, you do you, I'll do me. And so, <laughs> that's so true. That's so true. Uh, I, and I also know that uh, one, one more thing, uh, Lee, I'd like to add is that when there's a um, production, video production, film production, live streaming, I, I absolutely know that um, he will handle everything. I don't have to jump. And in fact, one of our clients said, Renee, you don't need to be coming to these anymore. Gary's team can handle. And he got to travel all over the country for many years with this client doing a streaming, live streaming uh, broadcast, which was great. Um, and, you know, and he, 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 I know that, um, if I put anything video in his hands, I don't have to worry about it. Now, how do you, um, see your relationship impacting the culture that you have at your organizations? Like, uh, how does the rest of the team feel or how do they, um, kind of deal with your relationship? Does, is that a, uh, helping them be better like is it improving the uh, quality of the operation like how, how does your how do you see your relationship kind of impacting corporate culture that's a really great question <clears throat> i think um i'd really i i need, I need to serve my employee survey my employees and ask them i think too again but um i'll give an example um we were at a team retreat uh, last a year ago. And one of, um, one of my male employees, um, what, when we met in person, he was like, I'm so relieved, um, to see the, um, respectful affection, I guess, um, that Andrew, my husband and I have together when we were in person, that male employee was able to see that we do hold hands and we do, um, we're, you know, no PDA of any of that sort, but we respect each other. And because when we're virtual, the employees only saw us being very professional in our boxes. He has his office. I have my office and I keep the lines very intentional. If my husband's out of line, um, which matter of fact, about a month ago, there was a situation where he said something an employee didn't agree with someone else on our leadership team. And I had to basically tell my husband, like that's not okay. What what you said was not appropriate, and 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 then also address a situation with her because the way she reacted was. So I have to be very intentional about taking my role as the CEO very seriously because um, it's a it's a I'm running a company here at, at the end of the day, and um, you know my husband and I have an an agreement that if I have to treat him like every other employee because if if I was to give him fair treatment everyone else 
would leave. That's not, it's not okay for them. So, um, so it's, it's, it's a, it's a fine line, but I, 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 I hope that my employees feel that, um, that I take their opinion and feedback just in the work situation, just as seriously as I, I t- intake all of his. And on my end, um, as, as Lindy said, keeping things separate, we, we don't make a point of announcing to people that we're married. I think, especially clients, because it's really, I find that we did that a f- many, many years ago. We ended up um, having a dinner with a client and, uh, mentioned that we were married and it was very awkward. So we really keep those roles very separate. Um, and, and, uh, some people figure it out and, uh, some people, it doesn't really, uh, we, I don't make a point of letting them know, as Lindsay said, so everybody feels equal. It's a little complicated, like on our website, we have both have the same last name, obviously. And so, uh, similar to you, like, I, I don't, I don't want to go out of our way to, to say it, but I also don't want to hide it either. So I, I'm proud of us building what we're building. Um, so it's, it's a weird, weird situation there. Cause you, yeah, I, I've had a similar thing with a client. They were like, Oh, your, your husband worked with you. And if it, um, the way that she replied, it was almost like a downgrading what I've built. And I'm like, Whoa, that's not okay. Just because he's phenomenal at things I'm not so great at that we're, we're a great partnership. So it, it, there are awkward situations, which. I don't know why society does that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. Now you mentioned that stylistically you each have your own kind of way of doing what you do in each of your organizations. Can you talk about um, how you celebrate wins? Like are, is the way you celebrate wins different or is that something where maybe you, you surprise each other about how one of you celebrates in one way and then the other a different way? Like, is there anything around that that you can share? Yeah, I can start. Um, I think a difference between us is that I'm a very empathetic person. Um, so I communicate my love language, I guess, would be more um, um, attentiveness uh, and just get in um, acts of service and and gifts. And so I I like to, um, you know, give my employees uh, certain things like when we're in person. Um, when we're having a team retreat or a team meeting, I like to ensure that the food display has something that everybody likes, right? Where my husband is, um, he is great at, we have a Slack channel that's called the winning channel that he started and we celebrate wins in there. All of our big, all of our sales go through that. So like when there's a sale, everyone cheers on uh, the sales there. Um, and he's also more, um, he's he's better at monetarily rewarding our employees than I am. Uh, so I think that um, I like to, I like to be the acknowledgement of and in uh, recognition where he's better with the financial side and, and, and documenting <laughs> wins. How about you? So, so for me, I would just say a couple of words when you talk about celebrating wins. Um, I'm the eternal optimist and he calls himself the realist. Mm-hmm. So I'm always looking at the glass, um, half full. Um, I wouldn't say he looks at the glass half empty, but he says, you know, he's much more of a realist. Um, so, so I get, he, he grounds me a lot. <laughs> um, 
because I, I, I tend to look at things with rose-colored glasses. Oh, you know, this is great. Everything is, everything is wonderful. And, um, and he's much more, you know, realistic. Well, let's, let's just see what happens. Let's wait and see. And I, I have this whole mindset. I do a lot of, as, as uh, Lindsay said, I do a lot of meditating. I do yoga. I do a lot of, uh, spiritual work. I'm in a, uh, group with, uh, uh, in addition to WeBank, uh, a group of very powerful women and we feed off each other and we get together once a week and we talk about, you know, our wins. Um, I do a lot of mentoring of young women. So I'm all about like really celebrating life and living big and just dreaming big. And sometimes things work out and sometimes they don't, but I really, that's kind of my gestalt and it's always been that way. And nay, this is the first time we've met, but I want to be friends for life. <laughs> I, I hope so, Lindsay. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> now, um, uh, can you share for the listener who is either thinking about partnering with a male partner or um, maybe is doing it and is struggling a little bit, is there any advice that you can share, um, you know, do's and don'ts, things that are kind of must-do's or things that you you know, that are red flags that maybe you shouldn't do, uh, some sort of advice for that person that is um, at the early stages or is contemplating getting involved and having a male partner in their business? Well, I would say ensure that you have uh, respect and, and good communication um, with, with your partner because stuff's going to hit the fan. And, and when it does it's it's hard at least for me to remain cool sometimes um and so with often it happens when when i can't remain cool my husband does and then vice versa so we um tend to have that really good like uh, communicate like even even nonverbal communication with each other that um we 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 know when we need to support the other person so i would try to ensure like those sorts of um, things are in place and then uh, boundaries. Um, but, you know, just your knowing, knowing your personal boundaries of what you will and will not um, put up with, whether it's with any other employee or with your spouse, because again, things, things will get hard. And when they do um, you, you, you know, you, you would probably wouldn't let a certain employee talk to you. In one way, it's it's not okay for a, a partner, a spouse to, part, to talk disrespectfully. So um, just being aware that things are not always going to be um, bright and shiny. And so just having tools and resources when, when things are icky. That's a great answer, Lindsay. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I think, talk things over, listen to each other, uh, give each other feedback. Um it's hard sometimes we all want to be, we all end up being judgmental of ourselves and of our employees, of our spouses. So it's really being aware. I know sometimes it's like I'm off to the races and my head is just chatting away and it's like, whoops, I got to just be aware, be grounded and see when I'm, when I get like that, just 
I've got to just uh, detach. And that's, as Lindsay said, it's a challenge. Like marriage, it's uh, it's always work too, because I especially right now I'm six weeks off of having a baby I'm very hormonal and so we'll be in the kitchen and uh my, my husband will say something and I'm and and I just start fuming right now and and I have to check myself I have to you know just say I can't do this right now I we're, we'll pick this back up later and he might not always like that response either but sometimes you just have to know like tune back into yourself because uh, it's it's easy to get frustrated so um, how do you break ties? Do you have like as a policy, like sometimes if there's a disagreement, that's an automatic no, or is there a, like kind of rules you have when it comes to disagreements? Um, Define break ties. So are you saying... So like break- say you believe in uh, we should do, you know, we should go on the path to the left and your partner believes we should go on the path to the right. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Renee, you want to take this one first? Well, um, I can honestly say that um, we revisit and one of us ultimately uh, compromises. I can be exceedingly stubborn and that can be to my detriment. So um, I have to be aware when that happens um, to to be uh, more open because sounder minds prevail and um uh, and i don't always take advice so it's it's like eventually i listen but it does take some time and it's we always go back we'll always go back to the the table um with, with an issue we, we never never leave it hanging and we'll listen to each other and one of us will say okay you're right um and we'll we'll move it forward mm-hmm. I think why I had to tee that off to you because I needed a moment to to gather my thought because we're actually very deep in the middle of a, a, a not seeing eye to eye on something right now. <laughs> so I, as I was getting ready this morning, I thought, okay, what I'm going to do, um, which I which I often do or try to do, is put time on the calendar, and before I have that meeting with him, just like I would with a, a leader or you know someone that was anyone else, I would come in with an agenda. And so I need to do my research because with your partner, it's really easy to just, you know, especially similar to you, uh, Renee, I'm like a type. So I just want to that, 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 that. So I need to go in with this agenda saying, here's the data as to why my way could work this. And, and, um, and he, because he's so analytical, he already has the data already done on why his way will work. And so, um, <laughs> that, that's what I need to do even later today is, is do my research on why my way I believe would work better. And then, um, be respectful with his calendar and not just uh, ambush him in the kitchen. Um, and, and and be respectful in my tone because that's a big one for me is is my my tone fluctuates a lot if you can't tell and and, um i i need to ensure i am giving him the the respect i would everybody else so and that's that's great advice and that just really it's i think from both of you is just pause and breathe a little and then um kind of look at this through fresh eyes knowing that each of you are 
have the same true north. You're each trying to get to the same place and everybody's heart's in the right place and not take this, get personal or allow um, kind of emotions to really dictate how you're going to behave and how uh, you're going to react to whatever the person's saying. Just listen like you would anybody else, but don't let kind of the history kind of pile on to the the ultimate decision because ultimately you're all trying to go to the same place. You each have the same goals. You each have the same kind of uh, values and beliefs and true North. So you're going to get there and know that they're, they may have a differing opinion, but you have, they have the best interest at heart and give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And detach, <laughs> detach from the results. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's 100% well, amazingly said, Lee. It's in, if we think about it, that's, you know, why I married this human so many years ago, because of, of the end goal, like we ultimately have these same ambitions in life and, you know, kids and travel and home and all the things. So we have those same things in, in business. So just bringing it back to what the, the intention is. Well, before we wrap, I'd like to give each of you a chance again to share maybe your ideal client and then your website if so people can get a hold of you. Like, so who would be, um, uh, Lindsay, your, your ideal client and uh, the problem they're having and the website and the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, you got it. Um, our, our website is fitpros.com, F-I-T-P-R-O-S.com. And our ideal client is a corporation um, that is seeking to enhance the well-being needs of their employees. So um, that, that again, means something different for everyone. And so what we do is we work with the employer group to um, survey their employees to find out what they the employees feel that they need to help um, help their work-life balance. Um, and then we also intake their data. So from their medical claim data. So if the, the health insurance is saying that they have high mental health claims or they have um, ergonomic problems, we can, in, we intake that data and then we design a custom well-being program to meet their needs um, to help lower their claim data. And then also, um, looking at the survey data, tell, hearing what the employees believe that they need. So a lot of, um, you know, we really can work wonders with helping the, all the vast majority of employees when we have that information. Um, and again, we help companies that are both remote and hybrid or on site um, with with custom programming. So um, any employer, typically over 100 to 200 employees up to uh, 5,000 is our sweet spot, but we have some clients with 50,000 employees. So um, we, we really work the gamut um, to design annual uh, long-term sustainable wellness plans. Great. Renee? Great. So um, we, we like long-term clients who um, bring us a challenge and say, help us solve it. Clients looking to be collaborative, uh, curious about sustainability. They may or may not have a sustainable initiative program in place. Uh, we, we work directly with marketing directors, sustainability directors, um, people, again, who... Um, really value what a marketing partner can bring to their business and, and, and have a need. Um, and it's always good to, we, when we have a client who comes in and says, here's my challenge. Can you help me solve it? 
those those are the most amazing clients versus hey i need a website because we'll always go back and say or i need i need you to do email marketing and we'll say um a problem looking for a solution what is we'll always bring it back to what is your challenge what do you need help solving and uh the size of the clients as um i think lindsay mentioned our our clients range from regional brands all the way up to international um but the biggest thing is that they understand marketing branding and um they're looking to, to at, at us as a collaborative partner and the website Renee? millergroup.com Good stuff. Well, thank you both so much for sharing your story today. You're doing such important work and we appreciate you. Thank you so much for having us. This was a lot of fun. Pamela, Thanks, Leah. Thanks, Pamela. Pamela, any last words? You know, Lee, you did such a great job wrapping up. I've got nothing this time except to just say thank you both. The information you provided was phenomenal. And I'm sure our audience walked away with lots of nuggets today. Thanks, Pamela. Stay cool in Arizona. <laughs> Thank you for so much. Weather, weather. All right. Lindsay, great to meet you. Great to meet you, Pamela and Lee as well. Thank you. Thank you all so much. All right. This is Lee Cantor for Dr. Pamela Williamson. We will see you all next time on Women in Motion. Yeah.